0: And today I just want to talk with you guys about what's up in my author life and share some different um, strategies that you might be able to go out and, and use as far as promotion and work, especially during, like, celebrations. So this month, it's April, if you're catching this in real time, this month is National Poetry Month and Camp NaNoWriMo. And so during Camp NaNoWriMo, of course, I have a list of Projects that are on my mind to do (laughs) for the year. So it wasn't just, okay, I'm going to write the Monarch Method. I have a list of things that if I can get them done during these camps, that's more the merrier. Thanks, you know, and that's what I've been able to successfully do so far. Even one of those projects was update my website, which I've done. So it's not perfect, but I continue to update it and I continue to try to refresh it. So I'm working on my website a little tiny bit each day. I wrote the Monarch Method and have it finalized and edited with my editor and a cover and up on KDP and it's ready for publication. I've done Fact Versus Fiction, Southern Poetry, I'm just super pumped about both of those books because they'll be ready. Like, I had someone reach out to me and say, well, why are you holding the Monarch Method? Can't you just go ahead? It's ready. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I can. (laughs) I mean, honestly, guys, I'm going to be promoting and launching and working that book every day. Every day I'm talking about it. Every day I'm out. So... What is like every day look like well yesterday if you if you go back and you look here's the three places to look and i would really love it and i need the support too but i would really love it if you guys would follow these places one it helps me Two, it helps you know connect us and then if you subscribe and hit the bell then if i'm on live and if it's a jump in then you're able to get notified on your phone if you've got the Twitch app. Then, Facebook Live gives you the notifications if you have Facebook up. So, I'm on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And my name is Jen Lowry-Writes, just like you found me here at the podcast. Now, when I first started YouTube, I had the Everyday Mom Challenge channel, so I just tagged Jen Lowry-Writes Everyday Mom Challenge. So, when you see that one, that's the one that you know. I've got like hundreds of videos on there. So that's the one to go and check out. Um, All right. So yesterday at 4.30, because I had a late faculty meeting, um, we had to postpone it for 30 minutes. But at 4.30, we went live. And my poets and I, my friends in the WWJs, we got together and we were going to do this challenge, and it was silly. And I was nervous. I'm going to be honest, you know, writing live like that and then sharing the work in a three minute time frame, but that's the challenge. So, with National Poetry Month, what better way than to kind of take Tisha's platform, which she's the one word writer, to one word poetry? And her new book is coming out on April the 17th. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's call it that. And we'll go up and pull a word out of a mason jar and whatever that word is. Let's write about it. Well, I got two interest, two people interested in jumping in of the WWJs. And that was Ann Harrison and Tish Bouvier. So we all got up and Sam gave us the words and y'all. I told Sam, find us silly words, that's all I said, I said, find us silly words, take strips of paper, get 10 words, find us silly words, because I didn't know how much time we would have, but I knew that I wanted the event to run at least 30 minutes, and sure enough, we got uh, four or five words in, I think five words in. And within that 30 minutes, and it was so much fun, and it was silly. And I didn't know these words. Listen, I'm not perfect. I'm proof to know that just because I live in the South doesn't, not, doesn't mean that I know what pendiculation is. And sure enough, my sweet girl, Ann Delview, one of our WWJs, who just launched her book yesterday, A Tale of Ashes, she was in there. She was like, oh, it means to stretch, I'm like, what? like, that's a word? I thought Sam was just like putting syllables and putting combinations of things together. But sure enough, that boy went out there and he thought this through. So I'm so appreciative of my child who helped us with that one word poetry. And so when I have an idea like that, I get other people involved. I get my family involved. And that's something you can do too. You could actually have a one word poetry celebration with your people, with your leader, like within your space, you can have this with your family and you could put, you know, get someone else to give you random words where you can't see them. Even if you have to say, okay, how does this work? You can tell somebody Text me this word when you're ready. As maybe it's a friend. Just say, you know, come up with a list of 10 words. And each time I tell you we're ready, just text me a random word. And your best friend can, like, text you a word into your family. And then you can say, oh, she's just brought it in. And then you can include them if they can't make it, you know, if they can't come in virtually. So think about ways that you can host parties like that. That will be so much fun because I know it was fun for me. It was a little nerve-wracking, but it was silly, and that was the whole point. And so, what was the why behind that? Well, first, it's National Poetry Month. Two, we're all poets, so we're just out doing what we love, okay? If if you're asking a poet, you know, do you want to do spoken word, or do you want to do some type of poetry event you know think about how you could collaborate with other poets and make an event fun like that in your space three it was for fun and fellowship so it wasn't meant to be all serious in your feelings yeah that's where i went i'm gonna be honest i got all up in my feelings and I don't know if it's because I was holding the little slips of paper that had my baby's hand writing on it and his little pencil. Maybe that's where it was. I started, and he he gave me a word. And when I saw cat, I started having these flashbacks of my cat, Zoe, who I had for 16 years, and I loved dearly. She was my sweetheart. She would sleep on my neck. Y'all, I love that cat. She passed away from cancer, and I've never had a cat since. And now I can't get a cat. My stepson is allergic. But, you know, I love cats. And so, when I saw that word, I started getting all into my feelings. When I saw that he wrote another word, I started thinking about him growing up. I don't even want to cry right now. Okay, so, I wrote a poem for him. Like, I was getting a little emotional, and I got silly, too, with bum fuzzle. I didn't even know what that word was. It was ridiculous. And I made some up like Dr. Seuss. But I had a fun time doing it. But at the end of it, at the 30 minutes when it was over, I looked back at my, my Google Doc because what I did was open up a Google Doc and I typed right then on it. Now, you could use the note section of your phone. That's fine if you want to copy transfer over into your blog. But I used that. And then after homeschool, it was 11 o'clock, y'all. It was almost 11 o'clock by the time... I finally settled down after talking with Solomon and checking in with him on a Google Meet and turning in forms for him. It was it was 11 o'clock, and I was out still working, even though I had to get up at 5.30 in the morning. And I was like, okay, what can I do? I can create this blog, and it can go to the inboxes of everybody who subscribes to the Jen Lowry Writes WordPress blog. And then I can have some kind of... Material that can go out that can help also support my friends. So the blog was like this. Go to Canva. Take your words. Put them in an image. And I have a template that is a banner size because my poetry can sometimes get a little long and it might need two columns. So I do a banner now. I used to do an Instagram post, but no, I do banners. So you take the banner You put your words in there. You put your images in there. Now you've got you a photo that you can use. You can use that for when you're sharing out your blog to attach it to Pinterest. You can use it for Instagram photos. You can have separate ones that you can add on Facebook since Facebook has banned my blog. So it says that it's a spam And I I try to go, it says it's going against community standards, but y'all, I've tried to let them know there's nothing in that blog, but it won't release. But I can still put my poetry up there. It's just not through the blog. And then, here I am, you know, 1130 now, and I have content from that. And I'm going to have content every day from that because I wrote, don't quote me on it, go watch the video, you'll know, but it's like four or five, we wrote four or five poems. So I have enough for five days now that I can do these little shout-out original poetry pieces. Then I can honor children's poetry when I did a couple really silly ones, kind of like Shel Silverstein and um, Dr. Seuss. So, you know, I can go back and I can talk about some of the poems that I love, and I could say, you know, if you've never read about the crocodile going to the dentist or... The pirate one you know I can go back and get the names because I have where the sidewalk ends but I can lead families on a scavenger hunt to find really silly lovely poems that I love that I love to teach when I taught elementary school and I love to share with my kids I'll never forget the excitement that Solomon had when we first found where the sidewalk ends and we had to read every poem in one sitting <laughs> for real. And now I own a copy of that book. It's not just a library book anymore, and I treasure it. I was actually just for fun reading some of the poems out of it the other day. So I will let you guys know that that, that book gave me the courage to, to do my own scribbles and do my own illustrations for the clay in the potter's hands. Because in my childhood view, in my growing up stage, I could scribble. In my adult stage, in that part of the book, there is no more scribbles, and that's the sad part for me, and then I got it back, because you know I still scribble now. I I got it back, but it's to show the change, you know, of what people can leave behind and what maybe they necessarily shouldn't leave behind, and so even little stuff like that, poetry can make me think of other things to do, so you could even do, you know, a scribble drawing in its place. Go back and and channel some of you know Paco's Bill and some of those poems and, and go silly. So I've got content. So now what do I do with it? Right? In the blog, once you make a video, okay, so here you go. How do you do a video? When I use StreamYard to go live stream, it's gonna be on Twitch just for a little bit, it's gonna be on YouTube forever, banked, and it's gonna be on my Facebook author page forever. So I do triple streams because you never know where you might meet your first, your next reader, your next fan, a writer friend that can be a part of your journey. So it's important to me to stream on these three different platforms. I understand that value because you know what? And DelVue. Every time that I do this, Anne's on Facebook, so guess what? I get to hang out with one of my friends, and she gets to pop in and talk. And so while she's helping her sister with the SAT, she's got us up being silly too. And it's on Facebook. If I would say to myself, oh, no one lives on Facebook. I'm not wasting my energy there, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell y'all, that's a wrong kind of way to go. When all I'm doing is hitting boom, boom, boom three times, it goes where it goes. If I meet people, if people hop in, that's great. If no one hops in, then that was for me to push me out of my comfort zone and create a video and it's banked and people can rewatch it one day in the world. Maybe it'll be for them. So I got this video. Then I had to go into the description of the video, and I had to add Tish, Ann, and my stuff. So once I created that, I also went back into the blog, and I was like, okay, thanks to Tish for being there. Thanks to Ann for being there. And I put links to their Amazon pages. Then I've got me. Oh, I got my new book coming out, Fact versus Fiction, Southern Poetry. And guess what? It's done. I got the video included. I got the blog. I got an original picture, poetry. I've got it all up. And then it's something to honor my son. And that to me is one of the most important things about it. So I took the image and the blog. I I did a copy of the link and I shared it with Sam. I gave him the blog. But I also gave him a separate email that just had the image, and then I texted him and I said, Sam, I wrote you a poem from today's events, and I'd love for you to read it. The next thing I get is cool, and then in a few minutes, this is no joke, I get, now I want toast, and then about 30 minutes later, he goes, now I'm hungry. and i didn't see that one until i woke up because he sent me that one like at 12:30, <laughs> and it was hilarious so my toast might make people hungry for toast but toast makes sam tall and so i love it it's like maybe a little alliteration um whatever it is it is it's a poem that came straight from my heart to honor my child and i can just see him now his tall self standing by our new ninja toaster oven y'all oh one by the way ninja don't pay me but y'all if y'all ain't if y'all looking for a new toaster oven that blessed one that flips up that saves you counter space and that toaster oven i don't know how much eli paid for that thing but that thing is the bomb i love that ninja toaster oven we make our pizzas in there we we air fry in there it's like an air fryer anyway so i put ninja in there Anyway, I know I'm so weird, but I loved a poem. And you know who I wrote that for, for Sam? And he loved it and it made him hungry. So I did something. I gave him an image that did something in his mind, whether it was just the image or it was the poem. But then he knows I think of him in my poetry world, too. He knows. My, his brother knows, too, because I share the ones now. Before I used to start to share my work so much with them, I didn't ever go, oh, I wrote a poem about you today, because I wrote a poem about Solomon, about being king of the chair. Because when I took him to Driver's to Ed, there were all these seats in there that you could choose from, and he chose the biggest back seat executive chair, and he sat in it, and it kind of twisted, and he reminded me of an executive officer, like over some kind of CEO of some kind of company, <laughs> and so I actually rode for that occasion the first day for Driver's Ed him being king in a chair, and it's, you know, little growing up moments, and I've got captured now in poetry in some weird way, and it matters to me, but I didn't go, hey Solomon, I wrote you a poem about being king in a chair, I just put it in the uh, poetry book, <laughs> but now that he's older, yeah, I'm like, hey, got some poems for you guys, because they know what mama does, and I include them in my life so much, they're like a part of the everyday of my author world. And so now, you know, what is it about? Once you have all this content, share it out. But then encourage people that you collaborate with to also share it out. And maybe they'll include your links. And maybe they'll include, you know, a thanks to you on their blogs. That way you're getting, you know, more exposure. Because you're getting now exposed onto their stuff. And then that could take, if somebody likes poetry on their stuff, maybe they'll find you. And so it's a part about collaboration, right? This is how you collaborate. But it's not just going to an event and never shouting out that event and never talking about that event. It's going to an event and then glowing about the event. So showing and glowing. And those are two things that I feel like, okay, yeah, I need to get better at it, too. We all need to get better at something, right? And so I talk about, look, you know, I had to go into the description and build it. Do you know why? Because I was waiting to see which WWJ was going to jump in. And so I didn't have all of the description made. You know, I've got to, you know, I had to go back in and add an image because, You know, I had a last-minute jump in, so then I had to go back in and redo the image and add it back in again and keep saving it until it came in. So, sometimes things are kind of last-minute, but ideally, and it was on the calendar, but ideally, it's knowing in advance, so that way you can tell your people in advance who's doing what, where, when, and who's there. So, that way, if people go, oh, I know, Tish. I'll jump in because Tish is going to be there and there's two other people with her. I don't know them, but my people are going to come see me. So it's also about not just being present for the event and showing up. It's glowing about the event. Glow. Go out there before the event and after the event. And so, yes, I do need to get better at that too. Because I didn't promote one word as much as I did the reading night. And we had tons more people pop into the reading night then we did on the one word poetry but then again that proves that when it was a time of day it was seven versus four thirty, so people still were possibly at work but i had to homeschool i couldn't give that day up i wasn't on spring break anymore and then i had to you know reorganize life a little bit so i wasn't able to go out and maybe fully promote it the way that i could have at the beginning And so for the next event that I've got, that's next week. I already know who's there. It's just me and Riley Cross because it's two educators talking about using poetry in the classroom and lesson plans. And Riley Cross is going to be at the WWJ Youth Summit. So if you're a K-12 author, a K-12 reader, someone who would love to connect with people who are writing, come in fellowship with us on may 22nd it's going to be live streamed it's important to follow them channels um, but youtube especially because we're going to definitely be live streaming from youtube so guys i really just encourage you guys to think of ways to show up and glow up before and after events because once the event is done it's not meant to say Okay, thanks for having me. Bye. It's meant to say, oh, wow, look at the content I've got. I got all these poems. Now, let's brainstorm ways we can use these poems. Well, I can make the picture. I can make a blog. I can shout you guys out for the next four to five days after the event. So, each blog now is going to have that same setup. It's going to have the poem, the, the little description I made, in case somebody gets in and says, what? It's going to have the YouTube link. And it's going to have thanks to Ann and thanks to Tish. And it's going to be on every blog. So it's easy now. I stayed up late last night working that template. But I have it for the next few days. All I have to do now is go back to Canva. Hit the plus sign on that image. Change it up. Put in my new poem. And it's going to be, um, I don't know which one it's just which probably the southern one and i'm going to extend it out and it's saying that my mama would say but they gave me a word that i have not used but it means to be warned or things you know to be fierce and destructive and so when i think about that word when Anne told us what the definition was i started thinking about man you know how mamas want to protect their kids so if they say Catawampus in a sentence, that means it might be catty corner to skew and you be careful because it could fall on you. So I'm thinking of all of the things that my mom would say to try to, to understand, look, try to stay away from that. It's fierce, it's destructive. And so each line has something to do with it. Even a fire out mound, fire ant mound, even get behind me Satan, because my mom used to say that. I say, Jesus, take the wheel. And that's something i got to add in. And so I only had three minutes, but I want to go back and honor my mom and my relationship. And Redbird brings good luck and, you know, all these kind of things. I want to go in and add, well, that's a positive imagery. Jesus, take the wheel is positive imagery. I can't do those two, but you know what I'm saying. I'll, I'm going to go back in and, and spend some time thinking about things that my mom said. Or I might do a parallel point to that, or to Catawampus. And it'll be the same way, except it won't say, remember son, it will say, remember daughter. That's what I'm going to do. See, I got new content, just brainstorming with you today. And so that's for me, that's an authentic way. And I'm honoring my family. I'm honoring my friends this way. I'm out promoting them. It's authors supporting authors, but it's also doing something I love. Having joy in this work. And y'all love poetry. I've told y'all from the beginning. Poetry, uh, you know, since 2012, I've been writing poems. I've gotten hundreds and hundreds of them. Y'all just, that's something I love to do. And so being able to get out fact versus fiction, yes, it's scary. Yeah, it is. I'm going to talk about that during the self-publishing 101. You know, I've got self-publishing 101 of how to publish your poetry. It's a free event. You can go to Eventbrite and check out Jen Lowry Writes. You can go to my Facebook author page, and you can check it out and get the link. Go ahead and register. Get a ticket. It's free, but I can get your email, and I can start sending you like notifications the week of the event as a reminder. It's going to be on April the 27th, so check that out. It's from 4 to 5.30. It's a small group right now. I have four people that have signed up for it. So I can have up to 100. So if you're just catching this, you know, come join fun on that. But it's how to publish your own poetry. But I'm going to definitely talk about the why and the fear and all of that. Because, man, that's some, that's some emotional stuff. And, and it's my life. And I did facts. You know, you're getting to see the little world. But you know what? I welcome people into parts of my life, right? To get to know a little bit more about me as Jen in my style, and my voice. And that's what poetry allows me to do. It's that outlet for me. When I'm in longer projects, it's that shorter burst of outlets. If I'm not working on a project, I really focus more on new poetry. You'll see me do a lot more content with that. Like right now, I'm working on my website. So I have been writing poetry. I've been putting a lot more up. But it's also National Poetry Month, so it works. <laughs> Poem a the day. It works, y'all. Some I don't share. Some I do. Some I don't share because I'm holding them. Because I'm going to be writing a new poetry book. And that one's going to be released in 2022. So the Southern Poetry book is going to have three in the collection. And I already know how I'm going to set it up. It's going to have four parts. And so I have to write poems right now that are reflective of where I am, what stage I am. And it's going to show that growth throughout life. So, I'm excited about that one. Um, That one came to me brainstorming with y'all. It actually came from a conversation I was having with Jaden Watkins while I was on a live. He's a young author. He signed up to come to the conference. Guys, y'all need to check out that conference and jump in the chat. Have a great time and meet some new authors. That's all I know. But I just want to say, you know, you never know where inspiration will strike. But once it does and you show up, glow up. Glow about it. Don't just hide it. Share it with the world. All right, guys. I got to go. I'm here super early. But I will talk with y'all later. I've got um, Solomon has um, an appointment today. I'm going to let you guys know. I'm going to probably putting out a lot of content this afternoon because I'm going to be waiting on the child for a few hours and then... Um, So I'm probably, I've got my journal with me. I've got a notebook with me. I'm ready to go. So I may, I'm looking at writing a children's book today. That's my goal. It's going to be an in and out for me. And I want to play around with some words. And I know it was from what I did last night. So I did put that on my list to play around with. Um, And it's probably also stemming from the Monarch Method too. But, okay. All right, guys. I love y'all. Have a great day. Okay, bye. The Writing Warriors for Jesus are excited to announce we'll be having two free writing conferences this year. The WWJ Youth Summit will be held on May 22, 2021, and our Writing Warriors for Jesus writing conference will be August the 6th and 7th. Please join us during our live streams, where we'll be talking about Jesus and writing all day all sessions will be live from youtube and facebook you don't have to register to attend but registration allows the writing warriors for jesus to collect your email in order to draw door prizes during the event and send you emails of conference information you can follow us at Jesus Writing on facebook and twitter to stay up to date on all of our conference news hope to see you there